Hey there, thanks for checking out my podcast. This episode was recorded originally as a video, so if you'd prefer to watch it, head over to my YouTube channel. Otherwise, sit back and enjoy. All right, when trading the wheel strategy, it's important that you choose the right stocks uh, because when you're trading the wheel strategy, you're selling puts for premium, you might get a sign and then you own the stock and you want to sell calls against it. So it's super important that you pick the right stocks, the stocks that you want to own. And in this video, I want to show you my four-step process of what I personally do to select the stocks that I am okay selling puts at so that I can get a sign. So how to find the best stocks step by step. And uh, I have a four-step process that I'm using. First of all, I am, of course, using the PowerX Optimizer and I am using the new filters. So let's talk about the filters that we have here. And I'm going to write them down here for you so that you know exactly what I'm looking at. You see, this is the, the wheel scanner here of the PowerX Optimizer. And if you're new to the software, I'll link to a video in the description so that you can get more information about this. And you see, this is where we have our scanner that runs every two minutes. And here are the filters that I use. In terms of a strike price, I don't really care because by default, we are scanning for strike prices between $5 and $400. I believe that $5 is the minimum here. So one of the things is when I'm selling uh, puts, I want to collect at least 10 cents in premium. Now, the other thing is, you already know this, these are filters that we always had, is the expiration date. On Mondays and Tuesdays, I'm looking for this week's expirations. On Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, I'm looking for next week's expiration. As I'm recording it today, it's a Wednesday, so I'm looking for all expiration. Now, here are the new filters that we have just incorporated maybe a couple of weeks ago that I think help you to find the right stocks. And here's how I use them. First of all, when you click on default, you will automatically see the defaults that I personally use. And at first, I look for stocks that are paying dividends. And here's why. Stocks that are paying dividends are typically value stocks. So the first is that I want to find stocks that pay dividends. Dividends equal yes. And this will already narrow down the selections from, I don't know, dozens and dozens of stocks to here. Now we have uh, what? Let me just uh, move this down. So uh, without these filters, so if I'm resetting all of these filters, you see we have dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of stocks. As soon as I apply the default filters, this whole list goes down to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten much, much, much more manageable. So we already have the RI filter of 30%, but let's talk about the market cap. So you want to make sure that you're not uh, trading any stocks that are only at a few hundred million dollar market cap. So the market cap that I look for is uh, a minimum of $5 billion. And uh, I will show you some adjustments that I tend to make when I don't find enough stocks. And we'll talk about this here in just a moment. So this is where we would go back to PowerX Optimizer. All of these stocks have a market cap of 50. Now the PE ratio, I like to see a PE ratio of 50 or below. This is my filter with which I get started. So this is the price to earnings ratio. And uh, I want to say, see 50 or below. So with these, as you can see, we are already narrowing down our list here significantly to only around 10 stocks. So let's talk about the next criteria. 
So for me, it is important that I'm actually checking the correlation tool. What does this mean, right? Okay, so check the correlation tool. And this means that I don't want to own another stock that I already currently have a position in in a related industry. So let me show you a few examples. So in the asset correlation, I'm currently in DKS, AMAT, M, and DB. Uh, so this Deutsche Bank, right? As you can see, the correlation here over the past nine months, over the past six months, over the past year has been pretty minimal. It, it's all here in green, which means that there's a correlation of below 0.5, which means that there's basically no correlation, right? When it is below zero, I mean, the reason why there's some correlation is because, I mean, the market moves <laughs> up and down, right? And probably all stocks move with it. But when it is below uh, 0.5, I'm not too concerned about this. So as uh, new stocks are coming up on the scanner here, let's say MU, Micron Technology is coming up. Before I look at anything else, before I look at anything else, I want to say, okay, if I would put MU Micron Technology into my portfolio, do I have a high correlation with one of the stocks that I already have in there? And I see, oh my gosh, this is highly correlated to AMAT. So therefore I say, no, I don't want to put this in there because it's almost like doubling up on AMAT. So super important to use the correlation tool here. And this is where I say, no, I don't want to trade this. The reason why, if you see it here, I've flagged it as a, as a maybe is because I'm trading sometimes with our mastermind group. And this is where I said, okay, if you're not in AMAT, it's something that we could take a look at, but we'll talk about this later. So you see this where uh, you probably already can. Uh, so let's talk about Qualcomm. Let's just see if uh, Qcom is related to any of the stocks that I already currently own or where I sold puts, right? So we talk about Qcom, look at this. And uh, again, we see, oh my gosh, super high correlation with AMAT. So we want to stay away from stocks that are highly correlated here. So this is my second criteria here. Uh, now for the third criteria, I want to double check Google Finance. And uh, how do I do this? Well, when using the PowerX Optimizer, it's super simple. We do have actually here uh, the megaphone. And when you click on the megaphone, it opens Google Finance. So let's talk about Deutsche Bank. Again, running through the asset correlation here, you see that Deutsche Bank is not correlated to any of the symbols that I've sold puts on or might have stocks. So no correlation here, that's good. Okay, so we're going back here. Uh, this already meet my filter criteria. And now I'm looking here at Google Finance. And here's what I'm looking for. I want to just double check how much is the PE ratio. Okay, it's 12, so we'd already know it's be below 50. I'm zooming in here a little bit. The dividend yield is uh, 1.74, that's normal these days. And what I really want to see is, okay, how did Deutsche Bank do over the past few years in terms of revenue and profits? And we see in 2019, they were struggling. 2020, even though 2020 was a difficult year, uh, it seems that they hung in there. And right now, 2021 was pretty good for them. So I believe that Deutsche Bank here is a good value stock that I wouldn't mind owning. Because let's also talk about this. Uh, before we go into this, for the wheel, what are the two main criteria? is number one, do I want to own the stock in case I'm getting assigned? And number two, do I want to own the stock at the strike price that I'm selling? Okay, so we talked about the four steps. We have three steps down. Double check uh, Google Finance. So correlation to tool, okay, uh, check for 
6, 9, and 12 months correlation, make sure it's around or below 0.5. Double check Google Finance. Okay, and here's what I'm checking for. I'm actually checking for the PE ratio so that I know, double checking it, I'm checking for the dividend and I'm checking for the revenue and most importantly, that they are also a profitable company. Now, let's talk about the, the fourth criteria. Now that you have ruled all of these out, you want to check the support level. And what does this mean? This is where it goes back. So the first three, do you want to own, do I want to own the stock? This is what I'm checking with one, two, and three. And do I want to own the stock at the strike price? This is where I'm looking at the chart and I'm looking at support levels. And this is where uh, it helps to have the lowest closing price here, right? So this is a, an indicator that we programmed into this. Basically what this indicator shows you is what was the lowest closing price over the last eight weeks. And uh, so as I'm recording this, we're, we're just coming out of this, this crisis and we still have it going on with uh, Russia and Ukraine and markets got really, really spooked. But if I'm looking back here over the past year, I see that, oh my gosh, Deutsche Bank really had some solid support at 12. During this crisis here where there was a lot of uncertainty, quickly dipped below the level, but is right now up there. And if I look back over the last two years, we see that Deutsche Bank went from $6 to what a total of $15 and then found a lot of support here around 12. And again, every trader is different. For me, this is good enough. This is where I look at the lowest low of the past eight weeks. And this is where I say, okay, am I okay owning Deutsche Bank right here at $12? And I do. And this is where I just uh, clicked on add, added it to the calculator so that I see, okay, for Deutsche Bank, what is the minimum strike price? And I got exactly 12 cents. Uh, that's what I sold. And based on my account size, how many shares, uh, how many contracts should I trade? I'm zooming in here a little bit. And uh, for my account size, it would be 83 options. So this gives me here a total premium of just shy of $1,000, $996, which annualized is 37%. So that's how I look at the stocks. These are my criteria. Let's just do very quickly another example here, just because we have it here. And this is the example of Macy's. Another stock that I traded earlier this week here. I'm going to zoom out a little bit. Uh, so Macy's, again, already meets my criteria. So let's go back and forth and uh, say, okay, we are using new filters. Macy's pays a dividend, has a market cap of at least $5 billion and a PE ratio of 50 or below. I'm checking in the correlation tool. So I'm heading over here and see, is this correlated to any of the stocks that I sold puts on or that I already own? And we see that Macy is not. Step number three, double check Google Finance for the PE ratio and the dividend as well as the revenue and profit. Cool, let's do this. So Macy's, we're heading over there and we see that the PE ratio is uh, very low with 5.7%. The dividend yield is 2.46%. And we see also that Macy's, yes, took a hit in 2021. Not too surprising. I mean, during the pandemic, a lot of companies got hit. Macy's probably had to shut all of his stores. So, but coming back here out of the pandemic, pretty strong 2022 is looking strong. And if you look at the quarterly trend, we see that right now 
Macy's is going in the right direction. So this looks good. Final criteria that I have here is check the support level and I'm looking at the lowest low for the last eight weeks. And again, oh, <laughs> the data will be available in just a moment. Uh, but uh, you saw it on the chart here. We were at solid support at 2350. So now you know my four-step process that I use to find the best stocks for the wheel strategy. And again, your process might be different, but uh, if this has been helpful, um, yeah, click a like or check out the other videos that are popping up on the screen right now. One thing is that what do you do after you get assigned? So I'm linking to a, another video here that shows you how to sell calls after you get assigned. Check this out. Uh, that's very important to know when you're trading the wheel strategy. Uh, it'll probably pop up somewhere here and I'll see you then in the next video. All right, that's it for today. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure that you subscribe to this podcast and if you could do me a huge favor and rate it, that would mean a lot to me. Just leave a five-star rating and let others know what you think about the podcast. Also, you can go to rockwelltrading.com social, where you'll find links to all of my social media accounts, as well as event info, blogs, and other cool updates I have for you. Thank you so much for listening, and remember to join me next time. Until then, have a great time, and I'll talk to you soon. Mm -hmm.